based what or- other like interesting parties like do do people have or like adults have like i've heard of i've heard of a divorce party yeah and i've heard of a separation party yeah i've heard of like mortgage burning parties are pretty fun oh mortgage burning parties can't even think of that one yeah my uncles had a mortgage not many people do it but like my uncle had it and it was like a big time so then i think i just yeah you 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 paid off your mortgage yeah let's get liddy up here yeah that's great i like that i've never heard of that it's a great thing to party over Absolutely. The biggest debt you'll ever own in your life, and you just paid it off. (laughs) Yes. We should have had a party when we paid off our student loan. No, you know what? Yeah. (laughs) Student loan party. Yeah. Yeah. Burning party. I paid off my (laughs) Honda Civic a couple years ago. That should have been a party. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Welcome to the Rom-Com Rewind Podcast. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Devin. And like you, I love rewatching movies over and over again. You found us here, you made it here, you love romantic comedies, we do as well. So this is a show where we rewatch rom-coms, break them down a bit for you, maybe take a peek behind the curtain, dig beneath the surface, and decide, does it still hold up? Today we have The, the Switch. Switch. And if you're listening to us on Spotify, make sure you throw us a follow, subscribe on Apple Podcasts as well, Apple Music, wherever you're listening to us. If there's a follow button, please hit it. And... If you hear anything that you want to chat more about or you want to reach out to us, you can do that on our email at romcomrewind uh, romcomrewind at gmail.com. Karen, I'm going to get to your email, I promise. Uh, Instagram at romcomrewind and TikTok at romcomrewind. So we have a message from Katie. She said, hi, I recently found your podcast thanks to Spotify suggestions. I love romcoms and really enjoy you guys discussing them. You two do it so well. Just a few movies I love. The Wedding Date, The Perfect Man, Just Go With It, First Daughter, The Other Woman, and Blended. Ones I saw recently, Plus One and Palm Springs. We really have to get to Palm Springs. Palm Springs. I'm sure some of these are already on your list, but I thought it was worth a message. Absolutely. Thank you so much for messaging us. And we're so happy you found us through Spotify. I was going to say, thank you, Spotify, first of all, I guess. (laughs) Uh, Palm Springs, we do, because Palm Springs is going to once again bring up the is... Andy Samberg, good-looking conundrum, which it's, is always difficult. It's been established like he is. See, I disagree, and I'm, I'm going to fundamentally disagree. Oh my God. And it hasn't, Sarah, because <laughs> we've posted that on our Instagram, and you haven't won. Yes, I have. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. You're just in severe denial I'm of it. I'm pretty sure I won. <laughs> like, I, I, I am going to archive, <laughs> look back in our archives. I'm going to bring it up, and I'm going to show you, because you are wrong. He is good-looking, and the majority agree. The Switch is a 2010 romantic comedy by Will Speck and Josh Gordon based on the short called The Baster. I'm glad they switched the name to The Switch. Um, the Switch is the story of Cassie Larson, played by... An- oh, whoa, I wrote down Angelina Jolie here. Oh my god, imagine. <laughs> it's Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> yeah, Angelina Jolie, that would be an interesting I, actress for this. I don't think she... Could have played this role. Ooh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Jennifer Aniston as Cassie is the eternal optimist. Her life is going pretty well, but there is one thing missing. It's motherhood. She wants so badly to have a baby, but Mr. Wright has yet to come along. And now we also have Wally Mars played by Jason Bateman. He is Cassie's best friend. Heads up. They also dated about six years ago. We're going to get back to that. But they're besties now. They're just best friends. Wally, however, is kind of the opposite. He's fairly pessimistic. He's kind of neurotic. He has some... Kind as, of. As they describe in the movie, some hard edges. 
Cassie decides to speed her life in the direction she wants it to go. She needs a sperm donor. She don't need no man to have her baby, but she wants to be able to meet this sperm donor face to face, and she doesn't want to go through a sperm bank due to the heavy cost of that. All the while, Wally is trying to convince her otherwise, that this is a bad idea. Don't go down this road. And maybe, perhaps it's forcing him to confront his own confused feelings around Cassie. Now, we also have Jeff Goldblum in this movie as Leonard, and we have Patrick w Wilson as Roland. And that's the lead-in for the switch. I would like you to be the first to know I'm having a baby. You're pregnant? Not yet, but I'm working on it. A party for insemination? Only Cassie would do it like this. I am Roland, the uh, donor. I'm Cassie's best friend. Oh, that's okay. Hey, what's wrong with my sperm, by the way? You're a little neurotic. You had your window with Cassie, and you doomed it. She put you in the friend zone. Overall, I enjoyed this movie. It wasn't the typical rom-com formula where you saw the woman who could only have a baby if she had a man, similar to the backup plan that we did a few weeks ago. Um, but in this one, she doesn't realize the dream guy is standing right in front of her the entire time. It also focuses a lot on Wally, Jason Bateman's character, instead of her storyline, which I thought was different, you know, a different change of pace for audiences. I also really liked their chemistry together. I thought they made a really good pair. When I think of movies that Jennifer Aniston has done with Adam Sandler, and instead of Adam Sandler, add Jason Bateman. Do I like it better? Yes. <laughs> Answered my own question. I do like it better, Sarah. Thank you for asking me. I, I'm going to agree and disagree to something you started off saying because oh. she doesn't realize that her perfect man is right in front of her. Well, because he's not perfect. He's not perfect. He's not the perfect man yet. Correct. Correct. No, you're right. You're and right. And that is the premise of my thoughts on this movie. I find there's two phases to this movie. There's the before the kid sequence. Spoiler, we go into a kid sequence in this movie. Um, but before the kid, Wally is either one of two things at all times. He is either massively self-conscious, pessimistic, and mopey, <laughs> or he is either just a major cock block for anything that Cassie thinks will make her happy. Ooh. Those are the two states of being for Wally for the wow. per first like 30 minutes of this movie. I think you're right. Actually, it reminds me, as you were saying, like pessimistic and mopey and all this thing. I, I was like, oh, is he naming all the seven dwarfs? <laughs> I was like, wow, like... He's not bashful, I know that. <laughs> no, he's not bashful, he's not, like, what is it, is it funny? No, there's no funny, but there should be a funny, because he's not it. <laughs> he's not that one, I don't know, yeah. But then if you if you push through those 30 minutes, I promise, yes. then, spoiler alert, we add an extra character to the movie, and Wally turns out to be quite a lovely character, he still has his quirks, he goes through... There's just a nice character arc for him. You just got to get through the annoying setup so yeah. that there's a nice takeaway at the end. So I do agree. The perfect man was right in front of her. He just wasn't that guy yet. And I did like the the character arc for Wally. I liked that they actually saw it through. I find so many times like there's so many holes to poke when they do character development in a movie because you only have an hour to two hours to really sell the story to audiences so you have to do it in such quick little spurts but you you actually got to see the growth of wally throughout this movie and it really centered around sebastian the kid well probably seeing himself in sebastian and realizing if i want my kid to end up better than me we need to confront some of these things that we both both have in common yes. that we're just like a little bit neurotic about life um yeah. jennifer aniston though great i spelled her name correctly down here uh <laughs> jeff goldblum 
can do absolutely no wrong. I know. I love him. You know what, though? <laughs> Between, like, 05 and now, I don't think he actually plays any different characters. He's just the same guy. <laughs> like, remember, he did that Thor movie, and oh, I think God. he's the he same was, guy in the Thor movie in, as this. I loved him in that movie, actually. Like, he was... I would watch that movie again just to watch him. But, like, okay, in this movie, we have, like, a business executive. What is he? He's a, a, a Wall Street something, but he's an executive, yeah. and he's kind of quirky, and he's, whoa, wow, yeah, zappy fingers. <laughs> he is he's the zappy. same guy. He is zappy. Oh, my he's God. He's the same guy in Thor. <laughs> he's just a business executive on an alien planet, and he runs the planet, but he's still, like, Wall Street guy. Ooh, I'm Jeff, Go ah, Jeff Goldblum. So it starts off with Wally meeting Cassie for lunch. One of his quirks, which actually bothers me a lot in this movie, is when he moans when he eats. I recently started to, to hear her about timing and why wait. And, you know, I started... Would you please stop? He is having sex with his food. <laughs> that is what he's doing. Whoa! Yes. We went from zero to a hundred. I had to. He's just making and noise, I had Sarah. To. You, were, you were agreeing with him. I just had to do it. He's I not... had to put it out there. Okay. So sex with the food. It's a little much. <laughs> Public restaurant. I mean, this isn't American pie, but Yeah. <laughs> that that is literal sex with food. Oh, this is God. just noise accompanying. Okay, it's food. going too far. This is going too far. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. So Cassie's telling him that she's gonna have a baby. She's decided she wants to have a baby and wants him to help her find a sperm. But not his. Right. And he kind of makes the comment. He's like, well, what about mine? And she goes, oh, no. Like, no, I want somebody, you know, specific. And it's because he's so neurotic. And he is just, he WebMDs everything. He thinks he's sick with everything. He's a pessimist. He just like, he is very quite, like, he's very mopey. So that evening, or maybe a few days later, I don't know. But Wally and uh, Cassie go to Debbie's birthday party. And... He literally has the 2010s hairstyle down pat in this oh, yeah. movie. Yeah. Like the like long enough that you can put gel in it, but it's too long to have it stand up on the end of your head. Like it's like just messy enough that you're not sure if it's supposed to be like that or, or not supposed to if be. If like you rolled that. out of bed like that. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. He just woke up like this. It's the unintentionally I'm a little bit messy today. Yeah. Yeah. Looking back, it's like, oh my gosh, this this, this was ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I do look back at a lot of um, 2010s fashion and can't believe we wore the things we wore. Oh, only 2010s? Oh, no, no, no. The There's, 90s no, no, no. were way worse. <laughs> the 90s were 100% worse. I saw worse. somebody with frosted tips recently. <laughs> no. And I just had an immediate flashback to 90s boy bands. And I'm like, dude. <gasps> no. This was bad back then. Oh, my God. Do you, you remember? fix this. Do you remember when Justin Timberlake um, had... Uh, frosted tips and it just looked like ramen uh, yeah he had the ramen noodle haircut oh, yeah it was, it was great I look back now we've grown we've come so far so at this party for Debbie Cassie starts chatting up with this guy and remember Cassie is all about finding the sperm donor she's vibing with this dude a little bit Wally is seeing from across the party and th this actually annoyed me so much and his intentions were pure because Wally is aware that that guy is married because right. he can see the, the tan, tan line lines. on his ring finger. But he goes in and just aggressively cock blocks the hell out of Cassie. <laughs> like, let's go. We got to go out of here. And she's like, oh, I'm enjoying the conversation. She's like, no, we got to go. We got to. He just totally drags her away. Yeah. She's annoyed about it because she's trying to find that sperm. Um, what's your best or worst cock blocking moment? Like either you've been cock blocked or 
You've cock-blocked somebody else. I mean, part of it is that she's not looking for a guy. She's looking for a sperm donor. <laughs> like, There's Wally. a difference. There okay? is a difference. Like, she's not looking to get, like... <laughs> do you not agree? <laughs> <laughs> I love how, like, now the the qualifications of, like, I'm just looking for sperm, all right? I don't need a man. I just need his... Hi, I'm Cassie. I'm looking for sperm. I'm looking Hi, for I'm sperm. Cassie. Yeah. I'm looking for sperm. But, but that's much less commitment, <laughs> okay? It is. You're not going home with the guy. No. You just want his product. We just want, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what he can offer. Yes, yes. Ooh. <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, one I can think of, we were bringing my brother back to university and uh, we had gone out with his friends to a bar. The med students were at the bar. They were doing a pub crawl. And so I ended up chatting with, I don't know, a guy for, for quite a while. Who was going to be a doctor. Who was going to be a doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Key there, you know, med student, like he was going to be a doctor. We're, we're chatting. This um, and then my brother comes up and he just starts chatting with him too he, oh hi like introducing himself like how's it going like blah blah, blah. and i'm like oh, he, no. he unintentionally had I was no gonna idea say, did he... he know what he was doing no he no. Had no idea he was drunk he was just like he was just having a good time like saying hi to everybody whatever but like he unintentionally cock blocked me without like realizing it because then the guy was like oh, okay well yeah have a good night bye and then we like migrated back over to like him my brother and his friends which is f- totally fine um partying with siblings yeah. is always like that you run the risk of <laughs> <laughs> yeah well because like you're there to hang out with you know your your family or your friends or like whatever and then like you're on the side doing whatever and he's like hey how's it going oh my gosh i'm blah 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 and like yeah totally cock block me unintentionally so my story <laughs> is is also unintentional it's not really a cock block it is a yeah. it's like a pre-blocked cock a, okay okay the cock was always blocked and i was not oh my god i just um enabled that so oh okay i was wingmanning a friend at like a little party whatever and i was at the washroom and i ended up talking to this it was a party for lawyers okay and i was at the washroom and this woman is waiting behind me in line so we started chatting and i thought wow she's socially what a great conversationalist. She's clearly extremely smart. This guy who I was wingmanning for, I'm like, I think she's checking all my boxes. <laughs> for him. <laughs> for him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm thinking, I'm like, yo, I, okay. I think he'd like her. Yeah. So then I go back and I'm chatting with him. I'm like, yo, see that girl over there? That sh- right up your alley, dude. Go and talk to her like right this second. She is absolutely your type. So he goes over there and yeah, he introduces himself. They're having a great time. Maybe 15 minutes later, yeah. a guy who's also a lawyer who I'm friends with, who knows everybody at the party. I'm like, yo, check it out. He's chatting that girl up and he's like, Devin, you f- idiot. She is married. Oh my Not God. only is she married, she's married to another woman. No. She's in a same sex marriage. I'm like, oh my oh, God. That is... Devin. That's the ultimate unattainable. Like, not only is she already married, but like, not even. He's nowhere in her wheelhouse. I don't think you'll ever be asked to wingman for him again. And then, and then it's funny. So we, there's a group of us. We all see that, and we just die laughing. We're like, this is because he's still shooting his shot while oh, we find no. out this information. And then another twenty minutes go goes by, and he, um, you know, when people are like angry at you, but they don't want to create a scene. Yeah, he comes over and he's like, you motherfucker. <laughs> oh no! But he's like keeping his voice low enough so nobody else can hear him. He's like, do, do you know she's married? I'm like, yeah, you know. I He's like, to another woman? And I'm like, yeah, I did find that out. But then I asked him, I'm like, but like, 
was she not great? And he's like, she was awesome. <laughs> yeah. I know. That's that's what I was getting. He's like, you didn't ask like any other follow-up questions? Oh, not no. really, dude. Oh, <laughs> I my just, God. I just sent you off there to to die. So I'm sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. so duly note, you're not a great wingman. No, apparently not. No, he wasted like 50 minutes of his night talking to her, too. Like, that oh, was my long. Goodness. He was into it. That is so funny. Yeah. So um, she doesn't end up getting that guy's sperm at that. Oh, God. Okay. Sorry. I'm still like dying. Okay. I mean, that's the ultimate. Like, like I said, I didn't cock block, but. Well, it was unintentional. The cock right? was going like, to be blocked regardless. Totally. Totally. Like no chance was going to be had. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Um, so Cassie doesn't end up getting that dude's sperm. Although Wally does send us, send him on a wild goose chase to get him out of the picture. Gooch chase. Gooch chase. But eventually Cassie does find the sperm. Yes, she does. And, uh, at this point, Cassie and Wally aren't really talking. They haven't really talked for about one or two weeks or so. Wally gets an invite in the mail from Cassie that he is invited to a, I'm getting pregnant party. Or an insemination party. I didn't know that this was a thing. Like, I feel like people do have, like, trying to conceive parties. Do they? Okay. Well, I think so. Well, I mean, if they have this, I'm assuming they have trying to conceive parties. So that that would be my thing. An insemination party, if it's artificial, is... I think that is the edge of appropriateness. If okay. you're in a normal relationship and you have the same, like, that's just weird. Like, hey, guys, we're going to fuck this afternoon. And why don't you all come over to bask in the glow of us trying to get pregnant. We have free basters pregnant. for everyone. Like, but we don't even need basters I because know, I'm just like, that's weird. Hey, everybody, come on over. We had sex upstairs about half an hour ago. Great times. We're trying to have a baby. That just, it oh, creates yeah. a film of uncomfortableness over yeah. the everything. Like, I, I wonder at this party, like, so at, at Cassie's party, were the favors basters? Uh, the favors could be basters. That's kind of funny. You know? The, the fact that the whole baster concept kind of just freaks me out a little bit. Well, I don't think they actually used a baster. But it just, it was a weird... <laughs> visual for the I think it was an ode to what the movie was supposed to be I, called. I think that's exactly it. it and the book. It right? makes um yeah. Makes me feel like Jennifer Aniston is like livestock in this movie. You know? Yes. Like, yeah. Well I mean I don't I you know the process is is a little bit clinical, right? Like hopefully to, to trying to conceive. Hopefully yeah. More more clinical than a, a turkey baster. What other like interesting parties like do do people have or like adults have Ooh. like i've heard of i've heard of a divorce party yeah and i've heard of a separation party yeah i've heard of like mortgage burning parties are pretty fun oh mortgage burning parties okay, i didn't even think of that one yeah my uncles had a mortgage not many people do it but like my uncle had it and it was like a big time so then oh, i think fun. i just yeah you 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 paid off your mortgage yeah i Let's don't get know lydia up a year yeah that's great oh, i that's like that awesome. i've never heard of that it's one. a great thing to party over Absolutely. It's the biggest debt you'll ever own in your yeah. life, and you just paid it off. <laughs> we yes. Should've, we should have had a party when we paid off our student loan. No, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> student loan party. Yeah. yeah. Burning party. I paid off my <laughs> Honda Civic a couple years ago. That should have been a party. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what else can we have a my party for? My credit card bill is down to zero, guys. Oh, let's go. <laughs> you can clearly tell we've been um, on lockdown for the last yeah, few years. Yeah, I know, like, right? Have, have celebrations we just want for something. Everything. Anything. <laughs> so at this party, Cassie's friend um, offers Wally these non-prescription pills, but they should be prescription pills. Anyway, 
He is very high and he goes to the bathroom, opens the specimen that the the donor Roland. So provides. so this is important. At this party yes. we do meet the donor because that's what Cassie wanted. She wanted to meet whoever the guy was. And it's Roland, played by Patrick Wilson. Which I think really hit Wally kinda hard. Like not only is Cassie gonna have a child with who knows who oh no we do know who it's roland and he's tall and he's got deep blue eyes and he's charming and handsome and he's already in a very successful we think relationship with his wife and this is just to get a few extra bucks but he is kind of um they make a lot of jokes about the golden stud and all that kind of stuff with him so i think wally's going through a tough time right now yeah because normally i think he's neurotic enough that he wouldn't take the pill that cassie's friend offers him whereas like i think he's just feeling really um what's the word he's feeling mopey like yeah but extra mopey yeah so mopey is up to the max now (laughs) and like they they kind of do it it interestingly because i i would think that it would be more professionally done or like more clinically done do you think this insemination party is a little strange oh do you find it it weird (laughs) that we're celebrating artificially inseminating a woman Oh, oh yeah interesting i mean huh. i would have thought that it would have done like the deed would have been done in like a professional clinical setting oh i know and not in the bathroom of some girl's apart like some woman's apartment. roland's just hanging apartment. out here and then they're like all right go jack off in the washroom like what yeah what is happening here and like <laughs> like to magazines like what? yeah <laughs> A little strange. <laughs> like, we are like 20, 2010. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah there is the internet. You can, yeah. <laughs> Toss him a laptop at least, guys. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, so the specimen is on like this platter in the bathroom, which again, like, is it sanitary? Is it like I've just don't like, you need so to many chill questions. That? I feel like you want to put it in the fridge, maybe. Probably. Yeah, you don't want those spermies hanging no, out there. You don't want slow sperm. No. So. Wally goes in there, and again, he is totally, like, just high out of his tree, and he starts, like, playing with it. Somebody comes to the door, knocks on the door, and it scares him, and he actually drops the specimen in the sink and down the drain. Dun, dun, dun. And he's like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? So he he decides that it's a really good idea in his state as well to refill it with his specimen. But I find this movie funny in that, like, they kind of do that, but then they quickly cut right to the next morning and wally is at work and he's like hung over he's puking into a garbage can and then his boss leonard, leonard jeff goldblum yeah is like he makes a joke he's like you are fired and wally's like what are you talking about he's like you came over to my house you were raving about the vikings you were just in a total state of disrepair it was ridiculous yeah and so we're kind of piecing together wally has no idea really what happened that night he was rambling. He was saying some strange things. Yeah, he ended totally up at his boss's house. but Blackout. Yeah, totally blackout. What happened? We don't know. He doesn't know. He doesn't remember. No, but I think as the audience, you can kind of gather. Yeah. He replaced the The spot. movie is called The Switch. <laughs> so Wally and Cassie go to see a play. And again, the entire time, Wally is just continuously complaining as per usual. And that is one thing that I'm like, okay, like I get that you're trying to give his character like... You know, the neurotic, the complaining, the pessimistic, like, but it kind of like, it does really wane on you while you're watching it. Like, oh my God, how can you complain about a play that you agreed to go see? Like, if you didn't want to go see it, don't go see it. But anyway, um, and she's pregnant. He 
Cassie tells Wally that she is pregnant and that she's moving back home to Minnesota. So seven years pass from Cassie leaving and he's still going on dates during well, this he is, time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's so negative. Doesn't feel good. But after seven years, Cassie is coming back and he meets her now six-year-old son, yeah. Sebastian. Yeah. They don't sugarcoat it in this movie. It's very clear oh, yeah. that that kid is not Roland's. <laughs> no. That kid is afraid of things. He's a little bit pessimistic. He's a little bit precocious. Like he's very, yes. he's just a, an odd child, I guess. He is not the, I feel like Roland was really teed up as like the all American. I'm, I'm a go-getter. I'm like, let's do some rock climbing. Actually, you know what? Okay. I've got a question because okay. they did Patrick Wilson for that role. Yeah. Like, let's do like top th- three Hollywood actors that they could have or should have picked as like the ideal sperm donor because they were definitely Ooh. shooting for a specific body yeah. and person type. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Let me think. It's 2010. It's 2010. Okay. It's 2010. Matthew McConaughey, not Ooh. now in 2010. 2010 Matthew yeah, McConaughey? Yeah, so he wasn't like, he wasn't as big as he is now. Like, I don't think you could ask Matthew McConaughey now to go back and play this. Even 2010, he was pretty big. I think he could still do it. Because when did How to Lose a Guy Just in 10 like, Days come out? Uh, 2000 and, ooh, between, I would say, 2004 to 2006 or eight. Yeah, because I was going to say, I feel like that's when his stardom just did a big, like, boop, like, now you're a superstar. Yeah, it, it launched. He launched quite quickly. That's what I mean. Like, 2010... Yeah, he's cutting it a little bit close, but I could still see him doing it just as like a little side, you know, like, oh, I'm in between movies. Like, I'll just pop in whatever. Right. I was thinking some Marvel guys like I think their Marvel trajectory had already started, but it was still like. Right. Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth. Ooh, Chris, Chris Evans, I can see. Chris Evans, you could definitely see because he can also do the like like Roland isn't a bad guy. He's not douchey, but he is a little bit like. There is an air about him, I guess. He tries to be the nice guy, but I think he does think that he's better than other people a little bit. A little oh, tiny yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. I think another person who could have done a really good job was Bradley Cooper. Oh, Bradley Cooper's a good yeah. one. Yeah, Bradley Cooper's good. Because he, he could have toned down the assholeness from Wedding Crashers. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And upped the charmingness that he has in like a few other movies. He is a charming guy, but he he, yeah, he can do both. Yeah, he, can, yeah. he can sit in the middle. Michael B. Jordan as well. Mm, he's classically good looking. But I don't know how old he would have been back in 2010. <sighs> but kind of like around the time when he did that movie with Zac Efron. Right? And Miles B. Teller. Yes, um, Miles, uh, Miles, Miles B. Teller. Teller. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that awkward moment. So I would say that awkward moment is right when you wanted to get Michael B. Jordan for this role. 2014. Oh, okay. Because like they they play like kind of college guys, right? Yeah, like it almost might have been like because when this two, movie came out, he would have been twenty two. Because okay. I also I thought about Simu Liu, but um, oh yeah, yeah Shang Chi in the Marvel yes, movie. He's, he's doing good. He's amazing. You're loving the Marvel characters. Eh? I am. I I feel like because Marvel always does like the um like there is a certain vibe of like yes. I'm a hero. Yeah, I'm yeah. muscly. I'm a hero, <laughs> yeah. and I'm a good looking hero. Yes, yes. So it's very easy. I mean, to they're, just pick they're Marvel not. Guys. They're not all bad. Like they're, <laughs> the, the, none right? of them are bad looking. But Simu Liu would also be like around 21, 22 around okay, this time. Yeah, so just a yeah, tiny bit like, too young. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Like if they did the movie now. Oh, oh, amazing! You know? Both Michael B. Jordan and Simu Liu now doing that role. Perfect. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. So now that Cassie's back in NYC. She wants Roland, like she wants to touch base with Roland to say like, hey, like I'm back, you know, maybe we can meet and get 
some some coffee and and hang out a little bit and then she could feel the vibe on whether or not she wants Sebastian to meet. She can judge if Roland wants to be in Sebastian's life and if Roland's a good choice to kind of integrate him a little bit so that Sebastian knows who his father is. And Roland, so they meet for coffee and lunch. They do. Roland is on the rebound. His wife cheated on him and he's not taking it well. But he's extremely jazzed up about this opportunity. He's like, you know, I always wondered what um, what happened to you. And he also, a key thing with Roland is that he is very supportive. Yes. Something that he Wally is. was and still kind of is not. You know, um, Roland says a lot of stuff about how, you know, like, wow, it was so strong for you to make that choice. And I was always so, adm like, I, I had so much admiration for you for making such a difficult choice, but it's what you wanted to do. And it's all the stuff that Cassie wanted to hear from Wally. Yes. So she's yeah. back in town. She's got Sebastian. Roland saying all the right things. Every time Cassie is with Roland or, like, has, has other things to do, Wally watches Sebastian. And this is my best scene when they go to um, the zoo and then they after walk through the park and they go, they go on the bus and the lady says, oh, your son is, is so much like you is a little you. And he goes, oh, no, that's not that's not my son. I mean, come on. Like how how have they not pieced it together yet? First off. But I found that scene really touching the park scene. Do you want to tell me about your new school? Why? Because you're a kid. There's nothing else to talk about. Well, I don't want to talk about it. What's his name? Aaron O'Connor. Aaron O'Connor. How'd you know? Because I've been there. You went to PS 66? No, the proverbial there. You know you're going to have to stand up to him sooner or later, right? I don't want to. Well, then he's probably going to kick your ass. You all right with that? Wally still, like, remember, he doesn't re remember what happened that night, but he is seeing all the signs it's kind of uncanny how similar they are. But it also, I think it makes Wally more equipped to be the yeah. father figure there. Yes. Agreed. And we, we find out that more as Roland becomes a bigger part of the picture that, you know, Wally can just answer some of the questions that Sebastian has. And he understands that, you know, he's a little bit neurotic because I'm mm -hmm. a little bit neurotic too. And yeah. we can we can talk about this. Yes. And navigate it together, right? Because exactly. they're very similar. But it almost gives the strength for Wally to to overcome his his fears and yeah. his um pessimistic attitude and like it, it makes him grow as a person as well and you do see that in his character arc throughout this movie i i did like that part of it i mean i love jason bateman so i his character was a little bit annoying in this at the yeah. beginning but like you said at the very but like, around this part yes, of the movie yes. i'm like okay he's a little bit more endearing he's more manageable i can live with this so after this, he does go to see his friend Leonard and they talk it out about that night long time ago. And Wally realizes that he changed the sperm that night. It all kind of comes back to him and he goes, oh, my God. I didn't know that that uh, trading Diane Sawyer to the Vikings meant anything to anybody. Roland is the Viking. The Viking is Roland. Don't you see what that means? OK, well, OK. So what you're saying is that um, he's the donor and there was a trade made. Yep. Okay, uh, what kind of trade? Who For who? Oh, who? my God, holy shit. I mean, you don't think that I could have, that I, that I... How would, how would that have even occurred? Was there, I'm trying to picture it, was there access to uh, his ingredients? I, I don't even was know. Was there access? I mean, I don't know. I'd... He goes over to tell Cassie, but before she can, 
she cuts him off and says that there's a spark between Roland and Cassie and that they've been hanging out. But there's also it's this is a weird conversation because she also says there's a spark between Wally and her. Yeah. And like, and it was an opportunity there there's a trend in this movie where Wally has the opportunity to tell Cassie how he feels and we think that Cassie would be receptive to that yeah. but he never does. And she kind of tees him up like I've all, like there's always been something between you and I as well. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. And he just doesn't... Take it, bite. Yeah, come on, man. Let's go. No, and so she gets closer with Roland, and um, I think really he plans Sebastian's birthday party, because Wally goes to Sebastian's birthday party, and it's at a rock climbing club, which Roland's really into, and Sebastian doesn't want to climb the wall, but Roland makes him. And the scene, I'm like, oh, dude, don't make him do it. Like, he doesn't want to do it. He's, He's... having a content time and that's tough though don't you want to we're about to be parents yeah to a little boy by the way <laughs> i don't did we ever say that that we're having a boy no no i don't think we ever did say no don't you and i think as we get closer to the date maybe we'll do a little bit more uh jests like you know maybe we, we can you know what ask us anything yeah, if you want to ask us absolutely. reach out but don't you want to challenge your child at some at some points like that like i don't think roland went about it the right way of just throwing him up there agreed but i think we want to we want to challenge ourselves right we new want to confront our fears a little yeah, bit yeah yeah new challenges new opportunities new um get them to try everything right yeah exactly and then they can make their their you know decision on whether they like it or not who's going to be the um Oh God. Wait, wait, right. Which which parent are we going to be here? I don't Who's going to be the one saying like, oh, little baby Devin, he's fine down here. He's He doesn't need to be up on the wall. We're and not... who's going to be the role and being like, no, we got to get him up there. <laughs> We're also not naming our child Devin, so. <laughs> Yet. Uh... We don't know. Um... <laughs> I don't know. I think it depends on what what it is, like what the activity is, right? So it's going to be me is what you're saying. No. I'm going to be the one being like, no, we're getting in the pool. Let's go. I don't think so. I think it'll, I think it'll, I really do think it'll depend on what it is, you know? Okay. Like, cause there's certain things that I really want, like our kids to get into like swimming and skiing and that kind of thing. So you are better at both of those things than me. So, so maybe it'll be me then. <laughs> That's kind of why I said it, you know? like <laughs> Right. All the things that Sarah's good at. And <laughs> well, and then and then like your your thing like the things that you're good at. Like you're far more musically inclined than I am. Like and by far I mean like completely more musically inclined than I am. Like I can't like I played clarinet in yeah. grade seven so, and eight. So there's a difference here. <laughs> Nobody's afraid of music, okay? Like it's people black- are Afraid of, people are afraid of pools. People are afraid of ski hills. There's no kid like, oh, the piano, no. <laughs> yeah, but getting them to practice. There is no confronting your fears when it comes to music. But, it's but just challenging and new opportunities yes. and pushing them to continue with something that they may not want to continue there, with. There is a character building aspect totally. of, of learning something so religiously and practicing so much that you can nail it. I agree with that. Yes. I'm not strictly focused on the fear aspect of things. I don't want to create fear in my child. (laughs) Come on now. (laughs) Um, Yeah, let's get back to it. So the rock climbing thing doesn't go well. No, it doesn't go well. And Roland realizes that Sebastian has a much better relationship with Wally because Sebastian, when he's afraid, grabs Wally's hand or when he's upset, grabs Wally's hand. And instantly, I think Roland is a little bit threatened and asks him to get a drink after and confides in him that Sebastian hates me. How can I get him to like me? 
Which, like, Roland's character, there's nothing bad about him. No, you can't hate him. He is trying. But as he describes Sebastian's character, he's got hard edges is where this description comes in. And then Wally says something, and Roland says, yes, exactly like that. That's exactly what, what Sebastian says. You have the hard edges, too. And Wally is obviously now aware, like, yeah, he's, he's my f***ing kid, bro. Like, obviously, we're going to be the same. Growth. We're seeing growth. We're seeing growth. We're seeing splintering, where Roland is <laughs> maybe spiraling a little bit. Oh, yeah. Because, like, he's still fresh out of that relationship where he got cheated on. So he's driving hard for Cassie here. Yeah. His he... relationship with Sebastian is just horrible. Wally is trying to step away from Roland, but he's also realizing, like, okay, how do I, how do I maneuver this correctly? Yeah, and in that instance, though, Wally realizes that he has feelings for Cassie and does want to be the father of Sebastian. Right, but you lied. To, well, you didn't lie, but like everybody thinks you're not the father. So how do you? I know, but honestly, like the signs are just so apparent. I still don't really understand how nobody clicked it. Like clicked in. How it didn't click in for anybody that, like, maybe it's him. Like, I'm sorry, you put sperm in the bathroom. Anyone could have switched it. It wasn't done in a professional manner. Yeah. So Roland sweeps Cassie off her feet and brings her to Michigan to his cabin. And uh, Cassie calls Wally to go pick up Sebastian from a sleepover because he has lice. And Sebastian's so happy to see him. I love it. This was actually my best scene. It's the whole lice sequence, I guess. Okay. I love that this is your best scene. But well, just because <laughs> it's micro back, bugs. It, it's back to the character growth. Like, imagine for a guy like Wally who is web MDing any oh, symptoms God, yeah. for like a sore elbow. How hard that must have been. I almost gagged a little bit. It was disgusting. Really? Yeah. Like, oh. they're like, the, he's going through with a yes. fine tooth comb, literally, <laughs> literally. to get the, the lice out of Sebastian's hair because we weren't going to shave Sebastian's yeah. head. Yeah. It, it showed a lot of character growth. It showed a lot of the growing camaraderie and maybe a little bit of paternal love developing there between Sebastian and Wally. Yeah. I just thought, like I said, Wally at the beginning of this movie. Wasn't insufferable, but whatever a half step down from that is, that's what he was. <laughs> but I thought it was a beautiful, like, uh, his character was growing in a very pleasing way. And this was a, a key scene for me that I thought, okay, like, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing the character growth. I get it. I get the vision of the movie now. Cassie comes home from Michigan and says that she's going back in two weeks and bringing Sebastian. At the, and that Cassie and Roland are actually thinking of moving in together. And at this point, like, I do think that Roland, dude, you just got out of a marriage. Like, it's not even just a relationship. He's rebounding hard. You are rebounding hard. And, like, for Cassie, I just find it so... And maybe it's because she believes that Roland is the father of Sebastian that she wants it to work so badly. Yep. But I'm like, girl, like, this is way too soon. Like, you guys have only been dating for not that long. Yeah. It's a lot. And Wally kind of freaks out on her. I mean, you know, Cassie, I... I that's a mistake. I think that this guy no, don't. is a mistake. Don't don't do this. Don't ruin this for me. Hang on. No. Cassie. Come on. Look, he started the year married to someone else. Look, he's obviously going through some kind of crap and maybe he doesn't realize it, but it looks like he might be using you and Sebastian to cushion the blow. I I agree with him. Yes. Like for the reasons. And she's like, you always do this. You always, you know, so pessimistic about my life and my life choices and everything like that. But 
I agree with him in this instance. And I think it's it's back to the character growth of Wally, right? Like he does freak out, but like he's much more reasoned with his his argument this time around. But Cassie just sees, oh, like Mopey Wally is upset about the choices I'm making again. Like, screw this guy. Earlier on in the movie, Wally tells Sebastian on how to stand up to his bully. So Sebastian takes his advice by acting all crazy and Sebastian gets beat up by his bully. Yeah. But instead of going home to Cassie, to his mom, he shows up at Wally's door and says, I wanted you to be proud of me. Aww. And I'm like, oh, my heart. God. Like, my heart breaks. It's hitting you in the feels. So Wally brings Sebastian home and they're, and it turns out that they're having a little party. Um, So Cassie and Roland's family's in town. So they're all having a little party. And Roland is going to propose to Cassie. I'm like, you haven't even moved in together yet. Yeah. Yeah, and this is where, like, Wally has been trying to figure out the right time to tell Cassie, hey, I switched the sperm, the kid is mine, and he's realized that this has got to be it. Oh, my God. And he kind of, Roland makes that revelation, and Wally even says to him, he's like, I'm so sorry. And Roland's like, for what? And Wally walks away because he needs to tell Cassie the truth. And the way it all works out is that he's about to tell Cassie and then Roland gathers everybody in the living room to do the proposal thing. And Wally has to cut him off in front of everybody and reveal what he did that night. He switched the sperm, guys. And everybody gasps. (gasps) Oh, my God. The horror. And he has a very impassioned speech. He does tell Cassie that he loves her and that he loves Sebastian and all this stuff. Of course, in the moment... um, Cassie's probably still focused on the whole you switch the sperm thing. I would be. So she says, you know, never talk to me and never talk to my child ever again. Roland is a little bit devastated. Like, everybody's pretty awkward there. Um, and yeah, we're, we're kind of at a point where the revelation's been made, but it's not all a happy ending yet. So I think a few weeks goes by and Cassie shows up to Wally's work. And stands outside and waits for him to be done work that day. And she says it will it will be on her terms that Sebastian will be in Wally's life. Um, she doesn't want to keep Sebastian away from his father. Um, and he can't just disappear out of Sebastian's life. And that she isn't dating Roland anymore. He She turned him down because he wasn't you. Yeah. Which I thought was really cute and she sweet. She always knew that Wally was the one. He just needed to know that Wally was the one, I think. Oh, that's really Maybe. sweet. I don't know. So it ends with Sebastian's birthday party and a dog getting adopted. <laughs> this one is actually <laughs> hilarious. I love, you know what? Sebastian's character is really funny. The Yeah, the theme of the birthday party is this dog that is at a kill shelter. Yeah. It's a three-legged legged dog, and they talk about the dog. And then before he blows out the candles, he's like, no, I'm not blowing out the candles until somebody adopts Rex or whatever the dog's name yeah. is. And then it's just awkward <laughs> until eventually it was Debbie. I'm pretty sure yeah, he's like, Debbie. I guess I'll adopt the dog. <laughs> like, <laughs> it is it is like a character quirk that I actually enjoy with Sa- Sebastian. Yes, I, I do agree. I, I did appreciate the end of this movie. They've gotten married and they're one big happy family. Ba-da-da-da. Quick facts. Quick facts. Diane Sawyer was apparently perfectly happy for her image to be used in Jason Bateman's masturbation scene. 
Oh, nice. After arguing with Cassie, Wally is seen walking in the rain. A truck passes behind him, bearing an ad featuring a turkey baster. This is a reference to The Baster, the short story on which this movie was based. Jennifer Aniston wasn't terribly happy about the change in the movie's title from the fairly distinctive Baster to the more generic The Switch. The Baster would be more eye-catching. It would be. Jennifer Aniston reveals in the DVD extras that she had known Bateman since she was 25, and the producers and directors noted their good chemistry in working together. The film differs drastically from the short story Baster, which features an unattractive man in love with a beautiful woman. The writer had nothing to do with the movie, as he felt it was going to to Hollywood. Jason Bateman and Jennifer Aniston have also starred together in the movies The Breakup, Horrible Bosses, Horrible Bosses 2, and Office Christmas Party. Juliette Lewis and Jason Bateman both starred in the movie adaptation of Starsky and Hutch in 2004. The scene that opens on a bowl of pancake batter being mixed by Sebastian is a replica of the breakfast scene in Kramer vs. Kramer from 1979. Juliette Lewis and Jennifer Aniston have both been in a relationship with Brad Pitt. Jennifer Aniston's movie Life of Crime in 2014 started off with the title The Switch. The play that Cassie and Wally attend is Hamlet by William Shakespeare. Jason Bateman, who plays Wally, and Thomas Robinson, who plays Sebastian, also worked together on an episode of Arrested Development, A New Start, as Michael Bluth, an undercover cop kid. <laughs> Wally wears a Rolex GMT Master with a Pepsi Bazel throughout the film. Towards the end of the movie, when Cassie and Wally are reconciling in front of Wally's building, Cassie says she turned down Roland's proposal because despite all of his qualities, he's not you. This is very similar to the reason Ross gives for choosing Rachel over Julie on the TV show Friends. She's not Rachel. Love it. Honorable mentions. I mean, are we both going to say Jeff Goldblum? We are. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was actually going to ask you. That, that's why sorry, I asked you because I was going to pick somebody else. Oh, no. It's got to be Jeff Goldblum. It though. does. It has to be honorable mentions. Who else for can him. you honorably mention in this movie? You know what? I have to say Sebastian. I was going to say he was Sebastian. One of the characters. Yeah. He does a fabulous job at acting at such a little young age. You know, a lot of times I find young actors can be a little bit awkward in their lines or in their delivery, but he played quite an interesting little character yeah. and he did it so well. Like you really believed, you know, his character. We, um, Sarah and I were watching a sitcom last night. I won't say which one because you'll be able to guess who we're talking about, but there is a child actor in that who was on the show for like 10 years. And you can totally tell that when they cast that person and then 10 years later, how that person is acting, you're like, Ugh, this has not worked out. That person did not develop into a good actor, and I'm sure the showrunners are like, oh, we f***ed <laughs> this up. That was a bad call. Yeah. But Jeff Goldblum in this movie, I love that you really didn't know or you really couldn't tell whether or not he was really listening to Wally in this movie when Wally was talking at all. Yeah. And, like, just giving his opinions anyway. But he is very suave in this movie, like, really cool. He's suave in every movie. He's no, cool in every movie. I know, but I just love it. Oh, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, what should have been? More Jeff Goldblum. That's all I have. Oh, I yeah. He I was like in that. it. He was in it enough that I really enjoyed him, but I think you could have just added just a tiny bit more Jeff Goldblum. And now overall rewatchability. I've got chemistry, 3.5. Storyline, 4. Thirst factor, 2.3. Imagination, 3. I mean, it's a, it's a remake of a short film, Soundtrack was a 2.2, and Cheese, Cheese got a 4, though. 
for an overall score of 3.16 out of 5. So my rewatchability is Chemistry 4.5, Storyline 3.85, Thirst Factor 3, Imagination 3.4, Soundtrack 2.5, Cheese 3.5 for an overall score of 3.46. Ooh, interesting. Okay. This has been the Rom-Com Rewind of The Switch. If you want to reach out to us, TikTok, Instagram, at Rom-Com Rewind. Uh, you can email us, romcomrewind at gmail.com. Um, and, you know, thank you for listening to us wherever you're listening to us at stingraypodcast.com, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever. Thanks for listening.